My name is Selena DeLorenta, and you're listening to I See Things a Little Differently. Alright, so I think we're feeling better today. My body still is wrecked. It is absolutely wrecked. So, I do apologize about the Wednesday show being one so short and two, my voice was just dead. Um, I didn't necessarily want to miss the show, but honestly, as I was going to record these predictions last night, as I record this, this Thursday, like, I thought I could get through it, and within, like, two minutes, my voice was just going out again, coughing up a storm, hacking up. So, it actually got worse. <laughs> um, but for essentially, essentially what happened is, this was, for those of you guys who were asking me, Twice a year I get sick, and it lasts for about a week or two, but it's not like a bad thing. So here's what happens. Here's what, the, here's how the, the body, my body flows, essentially. When the weather time official, when, when the season officially changes, so when it officially becomes wintertime, summertime, those two seasons in particular, I just get hit. And it's because the weather change is so drastic. But here's what happened last week. Now, if you and if you couldn't understand me last time I, I was talking on Wednesday, I apologize for repeating this story. But people have been asking me. So essentially, in Colorado, it's super hot in the daytime. So it could be 90, 100 in the daytime. But as the night comes, the night comes around, it gets cooler. The wind hits. It's still nice. It still need a jacket or a hoodie or anything, but it mellows. The South, the heat gets worse at night. It gets more humidity. I'm in Dallas. And, like, I felt my body just being, like, just being boom, 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 beat down, right? I didn't didn't really realize it until Sunday during the daytime. And I was like, holy crap, I am, like, exhausted. And I was just like, all right, cool, what are we going to do? You know? And, um... Then I start coughing. I said, oh, that cold's coming around. So how, how it usually is, is my body gets beat down. My body gets really, really weak like it is right now. I get a cough. I get a runny nose. So the runny nose and cough kind of go whatever. So the first day the cough is like, huh, huh, huh. The second day the cough is hacking. I can't sleep. I can't. I probably can go sleep for like an hour or two. But then it goes, ha, ha, right? Then... All of a sudden, the cough tames itself off, and my body gets sore because eventually I'm still coughing, but like I'm, my body's so weak, it's just taking all. It's like I see it like a video game, right, where you're just taking shot after shot, and your body finally turns like red, like you're about to die. <laughs> That's how it's because it's because I'm essentially coughing up nothing at that point. There's nothing. There's no whatever. I'm not gonna be gross here, but you guys get my point. There's nothing to cough up, and so. You're just kind of hacking it, and it's kind of, uh, 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 but my body's just trying to maintain it. I sneeze a few times, everything hurts. The cough eventually goes away, so maybe one or two times a day. We're in the phase right now where my body is just completely freaking sore, and so I have to get my strength back, and so it's key for me to eat a lot and drink a lot. I use a bathroom a lot. I mean, I'm not number two, number one, but it's like I have to eat a lot, drink a lot, just to get my energy to, to match the, how weak it is. And so essentially that's what happens. What happens once a year, twice a year, excuse me. So wintertime is the only different in the regards of my hands are never cold. Never cold. But when my hands get cold, I'm, I'm essentially fucked. And so that's what happens. They'll get cold. Only time of the year they'll ever get cold. And 
That's why I know I'm getting sick. And like I said, the cold lasts between 24 to 48 hours. It ain't that long. It's just a recovery time of me trying to... Because also, you got to remember, I don't eat that much on a normal basis. On a good day, I eat two meals a day, which is fine for me, right? But like, when my body is this sore, I have to be eating three times a day. Like, I'm going to record these predictions, upload them, and then I'm going to get some food after that immediately. So, because it just, it just helps um, my body uh, move forward. But yeah, I, I just funny because I said, you know, let me, let me try to, because I felt like I half-assed it, right? I really did. So I was kind of feeling bad all day. Last night around 11 o'clock, I said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some Miss Marvel thoughts in. Even though I really said everything I, I wanted to say, I just kind of sped it up. Man, as soon as I started, man, it was over. I, I, I drank some ginger ale. I looked around. I said, man, F this. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> That's what I did. Even though I didn't really get much sleep. I'm probably sleep during the daytime today because I'm, I'm off. But, um, yeah, man, this is forbidden door predictions. I am just a little chemical. This is, I see things a little differently. Probably should have said that earlier. But um, I think the card is officially announced, full, including the buy-in match. Um, I think the only problem with this pay-per-view, and I know AEW is going to get a lot of crap for it, but I feel like by the time they announce this pay-per-view... New Japan already had their shows in in in, in place. AEW already had their shows in place, and even though on Dynamite they don't really let things breathe already, which is it's just nonstop. It's, it's like a Fast and Furious thing. It's nonstop, 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 nonstop. I feel like that's why everything had to be packed in. They had to leave some surprises, um, like because I'm assuming Okada, they wanted to hold him off until the very last week. I'm assuming that, right? Um. And also, to be honest with you, like each each company has their own storylines going, so they try to keep those storylines going as well as they're bridging these storylines. So it's it's both companies' faults. I'm not gonna sit here and blame AEW, even though last night on Dynamite, uh, fucking uh, what's his name, Excalibur was ridiculous. He was moving so fast. At this point, it has to be a fucking joke. He was going so fast, he was tripping over his own words, and he and it became it, it was ridiculous. I was like, dude, calm down. You guys literally have two hours, and then the very end of the show, you guys were wasting time. That four minutes you guys were just wasting time where it was a weird ass stare down between Tanahashi and Moxley. You know what you could have done? Read down the card again, normally. <laughs> so like, super fucking weird. But I'm gonna give my uh predictions here. I will start off by saying uh, Brian Danson did announce that he is not clear for Blood and Guts or Forbidden Door. Do not know the uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the injury that he's dealing with right now. So um, I'm not going to speculate. But he says he has picked, hand-chosen, the person that will wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. And the person that will replace him in Blood and Guts. And Excalibur said something interesting. I don't know how many people caught this. But you guys tell me if you guys caught this or not. Excalibur said... The person that is the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't know if he meant that or not. I, I, I don't know if that was an accident or not, or if that was on purpose. This obviously is a new debut. I didn't have this idea, but I did see this Instagram post where someone had uh, Claudio, and I was like, which is Cesaro. And my first thought was that would make sense. Brian Danielson did in his last stint with WWE when he was on creative team. That's why Cesaro got the run he got. For those of you who don't know. Um, 
he got the run he got because Brian was pushing for it. His match against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, his uh, main event pay-per-view match with Roman Reigns, all because Brian Danielson pushed for him. And I think Cesaro even said, like, he's done so much for me, you know? Um, and so it's one of those situations where that's actually, I don't know who else it could be. <laughs> now that Once that was put into my brain, I was like, oh, I don't know who that could be besides him. Um, I don't know how, I, it would be very interesting seeing him in a, a blood and guts match. That would be fun. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. So uh, we're going to start with that match, I guess. Uh, if it, if it is Claudio, I, I, I this one's tough because I feel like Zack Sabre Jr. was gonna lose no matter what, right? With, with Brian Danielson in, but if it's Cesaro coming in, I don't know if you could have him lose and then go to blood and guts. And I don't see, I don't, and I honestly, I don't see many of these matches having draws. I think we're getting all definitive winners. So I'm gonna say Claudio wins if it's Claudio, whoever the unnamed person is. Matter of fact. Let me pull back. If it's anyone but Claudio, they lose. If it's Claudio, he wins. So you get that? Zack Sabre Jr. versus anyone else, he wins. Claudio, he loses. Uh, we went out of order, but it's okay. The buy-in matches, the Gun Club and the Acclaim versus the New Japan Dojo. Um, I would go with the New Japan Dojo here. Um, even though I like the Acclaim, I definitely feel like they uh, deserve more wins. Um, I don't think it starts here, personally. Um, also, we will have Sting. T- Tingo Shikagi, who just was casually thrown onto this pay-per-view <laughs> via a 30-second promo from Darby Allin and Sting. <laughs> and Rumo versus the, the Bucks in the Bullet Club. Bucks said they're back in the Bullet Club for one night only. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say the faces win this. I will say... Sting, Shingo, Hiroma, and, and uh, uh, Darby win. Thunder Rosa defends her AEW World Heavyweight Championship, Women's Championship, against Tony Storm. Uh, Rosa's retaining. Here's the issue I have. And I have a question, which I think is a fair question. How in the blue hell has Marina Shafir gotten more TV time than the AEW Women's World Champion? Second, when did... Marina Shafir get nine fucking wins. Every time I've seen her, she loses. Like, on Wednesday night. She's nine and what? Nine and three or nine and four. I've seen all of her losses. I haven't seen any of her wins. Have I? Is she one on Rampage and I've just missed that? Either way, Marina Shafir's gotten more time on TV than the AEW Women's World Champion. Also, when did Nyla Rose begin to escort Marina Shafir to the ring? Was that is this something that happened on Dark? Someone let me know, because I'm I was super lost during this entire thing. Or was Nala Rose there for dressing just to beat down Storm so Thunder Rosa could then make the save? I don't know. Either way, Thunder Rosa is winning this match. This should be a good match. Um, I don't see how these, if these two have a bad match, I'll be surprised. But this should be a, a great match. Suzuki, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Jericho. Versus Eddie Kingston, Willa Yuta, and Shota. Um, I'm going with the heels to win this match. Because I because the heels are going to lose blood and guts. So I'm going with the heels to, to win this match. And it'll just keep Eddie Kingston even angrier at Chris Jericho. The New Japan World Heavyweight Championship 
is on the line. We got Okada making his AEW debut. It was glorious. It was beautiful. You kind of knew it was coming, but you didn't know it was coming. So it was still a nice surprise to hear the coin drop. <coughs> Excuse me. And just to see him come out there, huge pop. Everyone knows knew who he was. That is that was has been my concern when I've heard the level of ovation for certain people. And mind you, I'm not in the building, so it will sound different on TV sometimes. But like this was the ovation aspect for almost every New Japan person, like Zack Zaber Jr., who did show up and make his AEW debut just by pointing at fucking uh, Brian Danielson. But like this was awesome to see. And to see him and Hangman face off, this is going to be awesome. But Jay White will make his first defense of his new title, newly won title, in a failed four-way match against Hangman Adam Page, the former AEW champion, the former New Japan World Champion Okada, and Adam Cole, the Owen Hart Cup winner. Obviously, fucking uh, uh, Jay White's retaining. I think he's going to pin one of the AEW guys. I don't see him being able to pin Okada twice. Um, so I, I see him pinning either Hangman or Cole. Um, there could be some dissension considering that Jay, Cole, Jay White came out and said, I said Jay Cole, Jay White came out and said the reason why Cole was not getting a shot at the championship is because he lost to uh, Adam Page twice. And I was like, ouch, that had to hurt. Um, but he's pinning one of the AEW guys to retain the title, though. The All-Atlantic Finals Fatal 4-Way. It's the second Fatal 4-Way that will happen. This is for the newly one. This will be for the newly uh, minted, uh, created title. You have Miro, Black, Aleister Black, oh, Malachi Black, excuse me, Pac, and Ishii. Um, Ishii's just in there to represent New Japan. He's not winning. Um, this is going to be a great match. And... I can only think Miro is put in there to win the belt. I can only think that, right? I just I just feel like the TNT title really meant something. Like, Cody had, had a great run with it. Darby had a great run. Miro had a really good run with it, though. Some people universally will say it was the best run. And, um, and so... I would like to see Pac win. I think Pac just looks naked without gold. He's so fucking good. I'm going to go with Miro, though. I'm going to go with Miro. I think, I think Malachi and Pac cancel each other out. I think Miro gets the, the nod to be the first in the inaugural All-Atlantic champion. Winner take all. FTR, the AAA champions, the ROH champions, take on the United Empire the New Japan Tag Team Champions, and Rapongi Vice, who have nothing on the line. <laughs> but the ROH title and the New Japan Tag Team titles are on the line. Winner takes all. FTR is going to get these belts. I can see FTR buy all out. I can see the visual of FTR with the AAA Championships, the ROH Tag Team Championships, the New Japan Tag Team Championships, and the AEW Tag Team Championships. I can see that. I could definitely say that all out. So FTR will get these these belts. They have made it known they want those belts. And I could definitely see them traveling to Japan to to, 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 to defend those titles. The United States Championship of New Japan. Newly won title from Will Ospreay. 
defends against Orange Cassidy. There's no way Orange Cassidy's beating him, but I think this is going to be a great match. Osprey's going to retain. Uh, and, uh, and I will say this. My only nitpick about this is the fact that United Empire is 0-2. I get, I get Osprey is not taking any falls. I still think it's not. I know Great O'Connor is wrestling on Rampage. I think Great O'Connor even beat Cash Wheeler on uh, Rampage. It's still ain't the same, though. United Empire is so fucking good. And finally, the main event for the interim AEW Heavyweight Championship. We have John Moxley getting the match he's been begging for. Since he left WWE, Moxley has legitimately been begging for this match with Tanahashi. He's called out everybody. He said people call him out. But he's specifically gone out of his way to keep calling out Tanahashi. He finally gets it. And if Tanahashi wasn't already announced for the G4, I would say Tanahashi was sticking around. But it feels like Suzuki has been the only one really on a real air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can see me doing air quotes. American tour. Because Suzuki's been in the States for, my God, has to be a year, right? Uh, or, Or close to a year now. He's been making his, his way. I mean, once he's gone, he's gone. We know this. Um, but I think everyone says just here for for predominantly a one-shot. And so, um, Tanahashi's only here to put over Moxley. Um, it's still, I'm sure Moxley's, for Moxley's still, still a fucking great honor for him to even wrestle him and win his second. A- He'll be, think about this, Moxley will be the first ever two-time AEW champion. I mean... Like, what an honor. And Moxley, leaving the way he did WWE, when I think about this in the bigger, that's my pick, by the way, obviously, is Moxley. When I think about this in the grander scope of things, right? I look at how Moxley handled himself at the end of WWE. He's wearing WWE, where he was a former Intercontinental Champion, U.S. Champion, Tag Team Champion, WWE Champion, Hall of Famer, Solo Hall of Famer, Group Hall of Famer, handled it, was going to be in a stupid feud with Nia Jax, all this. He came on the independent scene, came to AEW, immediately made an impact. And he did what he's doing for them, what he did for WWE for a good chunk of time. He... He, he's just the Iron Man. He's just Mr. Dependable. You know, and even with him being in the middle of this blood feud with the Jericho Appreciation Society, Punk goes down, you have to go Mr. Reliable. That's what Okada is. That's what Okada has so many reigns. But for him to be the second AEW champion, but the first two-time AEW champion, and yeah, he's going to lose it to Punk once Punk is back and stuff like that. And that's cool. That's fine. Punk needs his run, too. But this is fucking off. Me being a Mox fan, I'm just super happy. This dude just he just gets it, man. He's just fucking awesome. But to see him get his match with Tanahashi, this is gonna be a great moment for him. This is gonna be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. And I just thought about this. I've been writing notes. I was writing notes all night last night for the pay-per-view. But I'm not gonna review the fucking notes when we're past that. What? I don't know what I was thinking. I'm clearly I'm sick. <laughs> I'm tired. So those are my predictions. I have Moxley 
Osprey, FTR, Miro, Sabre, F, it's anyone but Claudio, <laughs> Jay White Retains, Jericho Appreciation Society and Suzuki, Thunder Rosa, Sting, Shingo, Humora, and Darby in New Japan Dojo. So those are my picks. You guys let me know what your picks are. I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view. It's going to be historic. It will be awesome. It will be fun. I hope you guys sit back and enjoy and appreciate what we're getting. Because I I do. I really do. Even with last night being kind of just a shit show on AEW's part, timing-wise, I couldn't help but appreciate seeing fucking Okada on national television. Even if this number does... I don't know what the number is. I haven't looked at the ratings. Even if the number only does... 700,000. Man, it still was worth it for me. So those are my predictions. I'll talk to you guys this Monday. Hope you guys enjoy. I am just a little chemical. I see things a little differently. I'm out.